Thank you for checking out Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and today we have with us Gary Brown. And Gary, you are the Executive Director of College and Career, and you have the wonderful opportunity of being over the Career and Technology Center, one of our newest facilities in Tyler ISD. I can't wait to talk to you about all of the things and the wonderful things that are going on inside this building. But first, I do have to bring up one little strain between the two of us, and that is I am a Longhorn, and apparently you are an Aggie. And I'm an Aggie. Yes, it is. That's the natural robbery. It uh, is. I'm a, I have a lot of fond memories of those rivalry days yes. when I was in school and still do. Unfortunately, we're not in the same conference anymore in competition. Yes. And it's still there. It's still there, it's just still a there. little bit. No, but no, but, no, but now we are on the same team yes, we are. Same at team. Tyler ISD, and I love that. Um, what's really cool, and some people may not even realize this because they've only known you in this role as college and career, is that you used to be a coach for both yeah. basketball and football and a social studies teacher. Absolutely. No, I had a passion early on for athletics, participating in athletics, and uh, my family uh, uh, is full of educators, and so that was kind of a natural, and married the two things and and moved into education. But uh, yeah, I spent 14 years as a social studies teacher and basketball and football coach. And then you moved on to become a high school principal. You were also the principal of the former Robert E. Lee High School here in Tyler ISD. And then I guess it was about five years ago that you moved into this new position. Five years ago. This is my fifth year here at the Career and Technology Center. And it's six years that the facility has been open? The uh, the facility itself, this is its sixth full year. We You go back even two years prior when the bond was passed, two years of construction, and then, and then it opened up. It's been running for six years. So you've been here almost the entire almost time. The entire I time. have to admit, you have probably one of the coolest jobs in the district because there are so many neat things that you, you, these students get to do here and you get to be a part of that every day. Why don't we start with just the basics? What is CTE? What does that mean and what is that? CTE, well, that, that is an acronym for Career and Technical Education. That uh, it's, it's pretty broad, but, but really to, to cut to the, to the point, it, it's really preparing our students with instruction and skills for success in the 21st century uh, workplace. So we want, to, we want to start students young and give them that opportunity to be successful in current technical education. And what's really kind of neat is this is a place where they get a lot of hands-on education in the classroom, and they kind of start learning some of their passions. I know we had talked earlier, when you're trying to find out what it is that you want to do when you look to your future, to your college and careers, sometimes it's important to know what you don't want to do and what you do want to do. Absolutely. We... Um, you could even go all the way down to elementary school when we have career days and, and, and speakers that come in, and occupational days. Uh, middle school, we really focus uh, with college career exploration to help students understand jobs that exist in the present that they can really be looking at, but as well as projections into the future when they're going to be high school and college graduates of, of jobs that will be available. And you really aren't just looking at the here and now. I mean, no. this is something that... You work with the community, and this is a pipeline to support Tyler, and you also have Tyler help support the CTC. Absolutely. Our industry partners, our higher education partners, Tyler Junior College, UT Tyler, uh, Texas College, all, all of those are very instrumental in helping us make decisions for students in the present, but looking ahead to the future for career and educational opportunities. And sometimes you're looking at areas where the jobs don't even exist yet. It's it's what skill set can we get them on the track now because you know that that's where we're headed. Very much, it's it's a, it's exponential the growth 
in some areas. And you can really pick any one of the areas in so many advancements that are taking place. And so you just have, you have to have a lot of foresight and vision mm-hmm. to look ahead into the future to help. You know, if you're an eighth grader now and you think about 10 years from now, when you're instead of being 13 or 14 or 25, what am I actually going to be doing? What's the world going to look like and the jobs that will exist? It's and what's, exciting. and what's, yeah, what's going to be available out there? Yes. One thing that's really neat, and I think a lot of people may not realize this is that the classes that students take here, some of them are truly laying the foundation for somebody to go on to a tier one university, multiple degrees. This is, this is the beginning of that. Or it's also for somebody that wants to hit that workforce right out of high school and get a really good paying job. Absolutely. So that that's one thing that I would stress to parents and community members is that career technical education, uh, it really has something for everyone. I know that that moniker gets used a lot, but it does. So whether or not a student is, is planning to pursue an advanced academics track that would go to a tier one university with the even advanced degrees, master and doctorate level degrees, we offer programming here for those students to prepare themselves foundationally. But we also offer programs that would allow a student to get a license or a certification or a certificate and go right into the workforce upon high school graduation, start earning a living wage and starting that career pathway. So it really is, it runs the full gamut. And I guess when you're talking about parents, you know, they're, they're already thinking, okay, I've got, for me personally, I have a sixth grader right now. So in, in two years, we're going to be in that eighth grade year looking at what is high school going to look like. So for parents like me that are starting to really focus on what the high school pathway is going to be for my particular student, what kind of prerequisites do you have to get in here? How does it work? In terms of prerequisites, um, it, it's not necessarily a chronological sequence where, where certain things are taken at the seventh, eighth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. We have a lot of levels that exist. Uh, you know, I would say to a parent or a student that's in middle school that in the college and career exploration class, that they pay attention and, and take advantage of all of the information that's being shared to, to take that first step as a freshman. And that level one freshman, I say freshman, it's le- truly level one course, mm-hmm. that a principles or a foundational course. And, and, and we find that many of the students that very first year of high school will get into a track, a health science a principles class or construction science class or, or, or animal science class, but then realize that the careers that are available and the, and the things that are going to take place really don't mesh with what their passions and interests are. Right. They thought it was their passion, but it turns out the reality of it, mm, probably not. Exactly. They find out really the the details and start learning in depth about what the career entails. And so it it affords them an opportunity very early on to maybe switch gears and change their career pathway while they're, while they're young enough to, to not have that later on in life be an issue or a challenge. Right. They get that, that opportunity to maybe try a few different things. You mentioned a key word there, levels. Let's talk about what levels mean, because again, it's not chronological necessarily. It is. And that's what most parents and students become very familiar with is the idea that there's a math sequence and an English sequence and a social studies sequence. But, but level one courses are truly principal or foundation courses that could be taken at the freshman level by a freshman student. We actually have some upperclassmen, juniors and seniors, that want to dabble and learn more about. Let's say they decided to move in and become a nurse and want to go into nursing, so they take a health science class. That level one is just the introduction or foundation. And then we offer level two, level three. Three gets into two and three are theory-type classes, that are that go much deeper into the knowledge base that students need to learn. And then finally, our level four classes are practicum. 
And that's where the work-based learning experience comes in, where they're really getting out and doing the actual work. So we're talking about the very beginning. We're talking about the the fact that you get the opportunity to see, is this really what I want to do or not? When do students start making the decisions about these CTE classes? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that's so critical. you got to start. Got right. to start to get to, to get going. And uh, so middle school students, as, as early on as really 6th and 7th graders, but particularly 8th graders as they're honing in on their high school program of study, uh, that's when, they, like right now the, the, in the spring of, of the 8th grade year is the time when they'll make decisions about those freshman courses that will include all of their core academics as well as their electives. And career and technical education is an elective. I like to think of it as, as, as a requirement because it's mm-hmm. there. We expect it. Uh, we've got 90% of our students in Tyler ISD enrolled in CTE classes. But but that's where those decisions are made. So the spring of the eighth grade year is a very critical decision-making point. And so if you're an eighth grade parent out there, just know that this is the time where these decisions will be made. And what do parents need to know that they can make it, I guess, easier for their child to be prepared to, to go on these paths? Go on these paths. We have a lot of information available, uh, events that are held, information that's on, that are available on our website. We always are available to have personal conversations, email, phone call. I've, I've met with many parents myself. I know we have a CTE counselor in our district that we're very fortunate to have that, that can answer those questions. Counselors at the campus level, all of those kind of fold into helping make the best decision possible for that principal's class the freshman year. And so you have a lot of guides and resources along the way that are available for parents um, to access. And when you do kind of move into these pathways, it really is kind of this concept of classroom to career. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of the key slogan. Classroom to career. We uh, A lot of what we do is in the classroom with instruction. Uh, there's skills training that takes place. And, and so much of what we do now is very portable in the sense that we, we can bring skills training to the students. We can take students to the skills training. So that's the classroom component. But we want to see it all the way through truly to a career, not just a job, but a career, a long-term career where students can can, can earn a high wage and support their families and have a wonderful quality of life. And the idea is that these are all meeting the individual needs of each student because not every pathway looks the same for every student, even though they might be in health sciences. There's so many different options in terms of pathways. Yeah, we, we actually offer 26 different programs of study within our current technical edu- education program. And you mentioned health science specifically. Uh, students that, that are on that track, it's such a broad field. It could be nursing or pharmacy, uh, patient care technician, emergency medical technician, uh, all the way up to medical doctor, surgeon, optometrist. I mean, you just, the, the list goes on. But you've got to start in those principles classes to gain that understanding of what careers are available. And then you can branch, honestly, in health science all the way over into the business accounting marketing side of medical billing and coding. There's so many aspects of business within the healthcare industry that we offer those as well. So, yeah, there's just a lot of different nuances within health science. For someone that doesn't know about all these different 26 pathways and then obviously – endless opportunities in those 26 pathways, uh, just kind of maybe touch on some of the highlights of what they can find here. Because because the students, they do have their home campus. They have their, they're at either one of our two flagship high schools, Tyler Legacy High School or Tyler High School. And then they come over here for their specialized classes. And then they get to go through these different pathways. I mean, 
I did not know before I came to work for the district that we have our own body shop. We have our own culinary arts. Um, there is a huge industrial kitchen over there where you could cater an entire event. I mean, there are amazing facilities that we have here, um, including an ambulance that they get to work out of to learn. We've, uh, we had a donation from, from UT Health Science Center, and we have an ambulance and uh, Christian Trinity Mother Francis has, has been involved in that project as well. So, yeah, we, our EMT students have their very own ambulance that we've our digital graphic students have wrapped, designed and wrapped. And, uh, yeah, there, there are so many different programs, and we, the list is long. I mentioned 26 programs of study. We, we touch on all of the, of the federal 16 career clusters. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what area you may be choosing to pursue, we have something for you. And so it does. It, we, we, we have culinary to digital graphics, uh, audiovisual production, business, marketing, finance, uh, all of the STEM programs, engineering, construction science, architecture, animal science, plant science. You just, you just, you just start it, rattling just it and just going. keeps going. Yeah. So many opportunities. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of information. I'll say this again on our website. Mm-hmm. The people that really want to drill down and learn more about these individual programs, right. just a wealth of resources. Absolutely. Well, the, the the whole idea is that you kind of have these four cornerstones behind this concept of classroom to career. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the the first cornerstone? That's the the labor market information, the job projections. We kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. You're looking to see what are the jobs going to be ten years from now, twenty years from now, thirty years from now. You're definitely futuristic so. thinking. So in this elective area, uh, we're talking about labor market information that we're really keen on, on paying attention to. Uh, the Texas Workforce Commission uh, is just continually monitoring and studying in five-year, 10-year projections uh, of needs. And, and there's a whole lot of factors that go into that. But we want to make sure that we're putting uh, pathways in front of students now that where the careers are going to exist when they graduate and beyond. I'll give you an example of that one. This is a fairly new pathway that we've added within the last couple of years is advanced manufacturing. So advanced manufacturing, we did not offer those specific courses, but working with our local industry partners, several in the area, looking at labor market data, seeing that this is a, this is trending upward. It's an aging work, working population, and there's going to be a high need for students that have those skills. And they're very advanced technical skills. In, in advanced manufacturing, robotics and computer programming, networking, so many pieces and components that go into that. So, so yes, that's a, th- that is a big part of what we do in the planning is labor market information, for sure. Well, and also just to think about it, you're creating the workforce of the future of, of not only Tyler, but East Texas and Texas and, I mean, globally a, as well. It ends up being, you know, we, we think Tyler, uh, Smith County, and then you think Northeast Texas regionally and statewide, mm-hmm. nationally, and, and you did. Ultimately, we've got students that are right now recently out of high school that are working all over the nation, some really all, all over all over the globe. And so it all starts, though, in the classroom. While they are getting this hands-on, you, you still do need that that skill, sure. that instruction in the classroom first. You're building on the basics. Absolutely. And we're so fortunate in Tyler that our community has supported our, our facilities and what we were able to offer students because we do have tremendous classroom and lab opportunities. You, you mentioned auto collision repair, welding, our, our veterinary technician lab, our health science labs, where, where students are, are learning and it's not, they're not learning out of a book, but they're learning in a practical setting that, uh, that would mimic what they would see in the industry. 
So that, that is a huge part, especially in the early years, is the classroom instruction piece. And that's your second cornerstone and, and even the, the technical dual credit that they can get through some of these programs. We, um, and, and that really falls in line with the certificates and certifications and as well as associates and advanced degrees that students can earn. So we, we do all, several of our programs of study. We, we partner with Tyler Junior College and are able to offer students in high school the opportunity to not only earn their high school credit, in their CTE programs, but they're actually earning technical college credit that would count towards their associate's degree. And depending on whether it's computer science or if it's welding, whatever, I mean, it just, it, it can scaffold from there. And I mean, you just touched on something that as a parent, hey, that's a two for one. That's one less class that I'm going to have to pay for. I mean, I've Absolutely. got three kids trying to put them through school. I do kind of want to veer off here for a second because that's one of the really cool things about going through some of these programs is that you do get a license or a certificate where you could go get a high paying job that you can put yourself through college. Uh, I mean, you've had several students that have done that. We have a lot of examples of students that while they're in the learning process, and I mentioned in the levels that we get to the practicum where they're actually actually getting experience. So some of our students that have been on internship opportunities, uh, I think of uh, Amaya in, in, in marketing and digital graphics, who was working, earning a wage part-time, uh, doing a tremendous job uh, for Neptune, and then continued her education while working at Tyler Junior College completely debt-free, paying for everything, and now has received and, and is attending Texas Christian University full-ride scholarship in her chosen field while she's working. It, it's just phenomenal. Other examples in pharmacy technician. We've got students that have earned the farm tech license, have been out of a pharmacy, a pharmacy technician assistant, earning a wage, a good wage, while they're going to school and continuing on to be a pharmacist. And there's just numerous examples of that. That's wonderful. Well, going on to Cornerstone 3, that is your work-based learning. Tell us a little bit about that because you have this whole collaboration. You've got an executive council. Kind of explain what y'all do there and why that is so important to making this work. We do. So we, we do have an executive advisory board that, that we work with. It represents all of these programs of study uh, and career clusters that help us with our curriculum development, making sure that, and I'll go back to manufacturing, that's where manufacturing came from, but we want to make sure that we're getting input from industry. What do you need from our students when they graduate to be successful with the next step? So partnering with them is tremendous. Work-based learning has evolved over the last, I would say, five to ten years significantly. So if, if you go back in time, and I can put my principal hat on and, and remember my times as a principal, uh, there were a lot of, uh, of work programs where mm -hmm. students would have an opportunity while in high school to get a job and, and make a part-time job and make some money. But rarely was it tied to a career pathway. It, it wasn't. It wasn't relevant. Our work-based learning opportunities are directly tied to the chosen career pathway. So we have interns, whether they're working in a veterinary clinic, or they're out working on the floor. We we had a summer intern this past summer that designed a tremendous project uh, for Hood Packaging, mm -hmm. a local manufacturing company, and that uh, it's on-the-job training. So we're trying to tie in work-based learning the experiences with the chosen career. And what I love about this this group that where you bring in these industry partners is that. For example, we are seeing shortages in certain fields. We don't have enough welders. We don't have enough plumbers. We don't have enough this and that. Is that you're able to hear from them? Who is it that they need to hire and what do those students need to know? What certifications do you require to get them there? So it's not like y'all are just kind of going with the flow of this is how we've always done it. You're constantly exactly. getting the feedback, making sure that the pathway is correct and then adjusting accordingly because you do have to adjust as the workforce ebbs and flows and what fields Absolutely. need what. 
And, and that goes back to that first cor- cornerstone with labor market information, how important that is that, you know, kind of, I, I hate to say an older model, but in the past, often programming decisions were driven by student interest. And mm-hmm. we still are there. We want to find strengths and passions of students and, and, and match those with their careers. But uh, just because a student as a 10-year-old says, I want to be a X, Y, or Z, doesn't necessarily mean that career is there. So we've got to begin with the end in mind and work back so we can scaffold it from the beginning point. And that, that's really where, go all the way back to elementary and middle school, where they're mm-hmm. getting, getting information, making decisions, and learning about careers moving forward. But yeah, that, that is, that's critical. Yeah, it is. You do. You really do start with kind of reaching down into that middle school, forming those pathways. Sometimes it's they realize that, you know, it's something that they want to do. I mean, I know one of my daughters thinks that she wants to be a vet, but she thinks that job means I get to play with animals all day. That's not the case. <laughs> that not is case. absolutely not the case. So it, it does allow them to kind of see at a young age, is this something I really want to do? And what's really neat about this is you do create multiple entry and exit points. That's the fourth cornerstone, a very critical it piece is. to this. It is. So, so really, really on that multiple entry and exit points, we want to provide students an opportunity to explore careers, to, to see what's out there and what's available, but also be able to remove themselves from that if it's not what they want to do and move into another area. But simultaneously, when we say multiple entry and exit points, we mean what we, we kind of spoke to this earlier that students have an opportunity to be working in their chosen career pathway while they're continuing education. And we've got so many examples of that occurring. And it's just amazing to think of a young person. We talk about the expenses of higher education in college, mm-hmm. that we have students that are, that are going to college and graduating debt-free because of what we're able to provide for them to be out in the workforce. It really is. It's phenomenal. I love that. It's, you know, it's if you want to take the pharmacy route, you can become a pharmacy tech and support yourself. Pharmacy tech, some of them make 50 something dollars an hour. And I don't think a lot of people realize the kind of money you can make as a pharmacy tech, much less a pharmacist. So you're going to pay out, you're going to be debt free. You're going to make it through pharmacy school. And and you kind of have that jump start. Jump you, start. you really do. You're that much ahead, not to mention the, the dual credit where you can get some of those hours out of the way now. Um, and then I love, you know, for those that are wanting to become uh, doctors or nurses in the medical field, you've got the EMT. T track where they could do that immediately with graduation yes. from high school, or let's say that they want to go straight from um, high school uh, into the workforce. You have those as well. Firefighters, I mean, criminal justice, you've got all of it, which I love that we have such a wide variety here for them to, to be able to do that because we know that choosing a career or a college path is hard. Sometimes it takes a little trial and error at the beginning, but if you really know and are passionate about which way you want to go, there is a way to get there not only faster, but less expensive, which I know parents like myself will enjoy that uh, in the long run. Absolutely. Well, you've mentioned um, the free resources uh, multiple times on the CTC website. You do have a great amount of resources on there. Explain to us a little bit about what parents can find by going to the website. So we try to keep everything as current as possible. And uh, we mentioned the eighth graders earlier, spring of the eighth grade year, as they're looking ahead to what they're going to take in high school. But it really, it moves up each level. So whether you're a freshman or sophomore, you're still looking ahead to what electives and what opportunities they have. Um, our programs of study guide, 
that we work on. I spend a lot of time in a developed. I actually have a copy of it right here with me. Yes. Um, this is available in digital form online, and it, and it goes through the details. It includes labor market information, certificates that are available, degrees that are required, course sequencing, level one, two, three, and four courses. This is a tremendous resource for parents. I would encourage uh, any student or parent that is interested in learning more about CT to look at the program or study guide. But then we also we have videos uh, of our different programs in action, students in action. We have testimonials from parents, just a lot of different things. And then and then I mentioned this before. It's, people can email, schedule appointments, and we're glad to talk to people if they want to know more information about a specific area for sure. Yeah, they can come even take probably a tour, maybe talk to some of those teachers yes. that their student would be working with. Um, how are all of these meant to be used? I mean, you kind of create your pathway, but you also need some guidance with the guidance counselors. Absolutely. The, the counselors play a critical role in all of this. So while students are in middle school, and during that eighth grade year, they're developing their four-year graduation plans. And, of course, that includes their core academics, the, the math courses, the social studies, and the science, as well as their electives, athletics, fine arts, and so on. Career and technical education is, is a major component of that. So the counselors, in conjunction with the parents and the students, are mapping out the courses that these students are going to take. Once again, there is an opportunity to switch gears if needed, if the passions and desires change, but but we want to at least have that roadmap and that plan of starting point, ending point. If there's anything that you could share with those listening, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a student, um, somebody that might be out in the community that just really has not really understood what's going on behind the fabulous walls here at the CTC. Is there anything else that you would like to share with them about what work that is being done here? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. The... Uh, yeah, I love I love interacting with students and teachers, and we've got such passionate teachers. Uh, we're very fortunate to have te- many many of our instructors have come actually come out of the industry. They've actually been doing the job. They know what what's involved. It's such a resource for for students that are in those classes. Uh, we didn't we didn't really even touch on uh, career and technical student organizations that we have, where students can participate. Similar extracurricular like you would in choir or football or dance. We offer that in current technical education too. So there's, I mean, it's very, very broad. The main thing I think I would want them to know is that it goes back to what I said earlier. There really is something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're at advanced track and you're going, feel like you're going to go all the way to that top level academically, there's something here for you. Uh, and if you really want to prepare yourself to go into the workforce right out of high school, we've got something for you there as well. Well, I love that. And I mean, I want to encourage parents and students to really take advantage of this information, these resources, these offerings, so that they can make sure that they are college and career ready um, in whatever pathway that might be, because we know that with every student, it's, it's a different pathway. It's a different, it's a different way to begin with the end in mind. And it does start at a young age and now is a great time to start. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. I do also have to mention, by the way, we are actually in the CTC filming this right now and in our television studio. So just yet one of the other fabulous features of the CTC and all of the education that you can get through the CTE courses. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for joining us. By the way, if you're listening, don't forget to join us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And we also want to encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family. Until next time, we hope that you have a great day. 